0: Hello, I'm Kate Gingell and you're listening to The Remarkableness Podcast, a weekly discussion about the resourcefulness, creativity and courage of remarkable people. Today it's my huge pleasure to be chatting with Kim Pierce and Kath Davis, founders of The Possibility Project. They work in India and their insights into the power of conscious living. I know you're going to enjoy listening to these two remarkable women. So Kath and Kim, it's lovely to be with you both today. Thank you so much, both of you, for joining me on my podcast. Um, and I thought we'd just actually start with the I mentioned in the intro the possibility project, which is your um social enterprise in India. It would be lovely if you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit more about that and then perhaps we can, you know, talk around that and, and um and how things were before. So. Hmm. Absolutely, thank you Kate for having us.
1: Um, The Possibility Project is a social enterprise and it's run by us. We're Kath and Kim. (laughs) Um, We're a couple of North Shore mums and um, we wanted to do something of purpose. So about three years ago, we founded the the Possibility Project. We support social justice Um, for us. What that looks like in India is supporting an NGO and their vocational training. Um, programs there yeah. and in Australia our social justice issues here that we're dealing with are sort of mental health issues yeah. well-being of our youth so we work in schools here in their social justice programs
0: wonderful and um, I remember I think almost the very first time I met you I'd listened to you before but when I actually met you and I was asking about um, because you talked about what you were doing here and what you were doing in India but I didn't know so much about what you were doing here and I was actually asking you about the link between the work here and the link there and in actual fact it, it is, it, it's is—it's different because um, every, you, when you, what you explained to me was that the children and the people over there was mm. they have nothing yeah. um, they, they have their dignity and they, they, they are somehow more whole where, whereas here um, we've got such a crisis um, yes. of mental ill health and um, yes, I'd love you to talk a bit more about that. Yeah,
2: I think it's probably the most common question or observation that we get and people will say oh I've traveled to places like India and they've got nothing um, but they're so happy and to us that you know it is true um, and yet we live in a very affluent area and we know that there are a lot of people struggling a lot of people struggling with anxiety and depression and, and stress levels um, and we want to mesh these two issues for us we don't talk about first world problems third world problems for us problems aren't relative if you have a problem you have a problem mm. and we want to seek out simple solutions common-sense solutions particularly ones that we've learned and observed in the slums in India and how can we bring some of that back here? Mm. You know, it, it, for us, our work, we talk about complex problems, simple solutions, and um, this a simplicity of life in, in the slums in India. Um, we can disregard the value in the simplicity um, in terms of solving our problems, and mm. Kath and I just want to bring that back, mm. that, that mindset
0: back. Um, to our communities, in you know, to help s- shine some light on some of our issues. Yeah, which I think is a wonderful thing to be doing. And uh, the actual um, the, the slumware clothing, uh, the clothing mm. line of which I have much and I love. Yes, thank you, Kate. <laughs> you look great. Thank you? You. <laughs> um, you've got a lot of people working there now. I mean, that 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 really was born out of um, well, your your love of. Um, and your creativity cat um, yes. in uh, materials and design and that sort of thing but also then teaching yes. teaching the the women in the um, over there to actually make something that was um desirable here yes but exactly. A, but yeah. desirable in a way I mean I think what's so special about them is they're so individual they're all made with such love mm. yes. and one feels so wonderful wearing them yes um, it, and you yeah. so your background is in is in design. It,
1: in my background is I was a stylist and mm. a milliner. Mm. So I trained as a milliner in London. Yeah. I and I
0: didn't know that. You didn't
1: know that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I've always had a love of fabrics. Mm. Um, mm. and I guess fashion, but not so much fashion, just mm. the love of the way that you can put fabrics together. Mm. Um, just the textures and the colours and Um, And I guess for us when we visited India and it was a real um, example of how we could be of practical help Mm. because you're right, often there is products made through these organisations, but they're not particularly things that suit us in the West or what you'd like to wear. And we didn't want to create a pity Mm. purchase. We didn't want Mm. people Mm. um, to feel like they had to buy these products Products mm. and then stick them in the wardrobe. Yeah, we really okay, wanted yeah. people to love the products. Yeah, yeah. Um, And for us, we have the opportunity to work with beautiful silk sari fabrics. So yes. that's what makes
0: them very individual and feel feel lovely to mm. wear. And they are stunning. Yeah, really stunning. And the challenges of um, the design, and that's what, and actually mm. teaching um you know the women to actually make these things has that that, that has just sort of worked out over time has it there well i work? guess our
1: first visit to Iindu and kim had been before we went together mm. um but the vocational training program was underway right um the work was happening mm but they were really wanting to grow the program. Mm -hmm. And so I guess our first Mm -hmm. visit, I was wearing a pair of beads and it seemed like they couldn't be that difficult to make. So that Mm -hmm. was our first product sort of on our first visit and they produce these amazing beads Mm -hmm. pretty Mm -hmm. simply and Mm -hmm. easily. Um, And that's become one of our sort of standards yes product. yes and they're stunning yeah
0: see more and more people wearing them yes and just great
2: and yeah. i think we also have that beautiful attitude of don't let what you can't do stop you mm. from doing what you can mm. so mm. we stood in front of this beautiful group and it's men and women and boys and girls mm. or youths who are working in the project mm. and it's it's pretty um easy in a way to to see lack there or, yeah. or to work out what you don't have mm. but Kath and I have this um, we want to hold it in slightly differently and what do we have there and we that's what, what mm. we started with mm. there are skilled artisans there they can sew um, so we it's not technical mm. our products aren't technically no. difficult but they're, they're beautiful in their yeah. simplicity yes, yeah. and what else did we have there where well, we were able to source Old sarees. So mm. it's about solving, you know, again, solving your problems. Mm. What do you have? Mm. Mm. Um, and to focus on the abundance yep. in front of you rather than the lack. Mm. And it's a great lesson in the slums because yes, our mind course. will automatically go into, you know, all these opinions of they have nothing. Yeah. If you're standing in front of people and thinking they have nothing, mm. that's what you'll see.
0: Mm. Yes. It's that yeah. simple. Yeah. And just touching on that, and um, to, for people who don't know who are listening, Kim writes for the HuffPost UK. And uh, the latest one, which I thought, well, they're all wonderful, but the latest one was on resourcefulness hmm. yeah. and uh, not resources. And it's so just recently I was listening to Tony Robbins speak actually, and yes. he was saying how he'd been in a room um, with a number of incredibly successful businessmen and women. Um, yeah. And he asked them, uh, he said, when you have failed, um, you know what was the problem? What was the issue? And why did you fail? Yeah. And without exception, they all said they blamed it on the people, the staff, yeah. the so- you yeah, know, the yeah. economy, uh, and uh, basically resources. And Tony Robbins yeah. said, "No, it's got nothing to do with resources. It's got to do with resourcefulness. Correct, uh, lack mm. of resourcefulness." Yeah. And, um, talk a little bit about your uh, your post. I mean, your your post. Yeah, I because I thought it was wonderful. It
2: stems. Kate, from having a love of economics myself I, I did economics at Sydney University and went on to teach economics to high school students for 20 years I have a real passion for the subject but I did start to realize how um, scarcity is so embedded in all the theories of economics and if you look then at our governments and politicians and bankers and leaders and Many of them do economics or mm. have done economics, and and that's informing the way they approach solutions. And many of us do approach from a scarcity mindset. We don't have what it takes to solve our problems. Mm. Resources are limited. Yeah. Wants and needs are unlimited. But in my classroom, um, the most abundant, resourceful, full of potential thing I had in front of me were the students themselves. Mm. And we just don't measure or don't have a metric for the imaginative capacity of human beings. And again, that's something that Catherine and I want to honor. Mm. We're, we're princip- our first job is mothering. Mm. Um, we have the great privilege of being mothers this time around. Yes. <laughs> and, um, and truly, you know, to witness the playfulness and the imagination of a child and the way they go around their day solving their own problems, yeah. if you allow them, this is a resource mm. that we need to honor um, mm-hmm. in, our, in our daily lives. Mm. And, and it, it's, you know, I'm going to probably keep saying it's that simple <laughs> um, because that's how we want our work to to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Enough with the complexities of mm. life. Mm. We have to get back to some common sense. Yeah. So that that's what informs a lot of my writing, mm. is to help break down one. How did we, um, why did we become so attached to a scarcity mindset? Yeah. Particularly for many of us, if we really witnessed our lives as say how we grew up to how we are now, I've got a lot. Now compared to what I had growing up, mm-hmm. you know, I've got enough. Mm-hmm. I've got mm-hmm. more than I could ever imagine mm-hmm. materially, um, on it, in 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 money, and that goes for a lot of people I know. Yeah. So it's a bit about you know stepping back. Actually, I've got a lot more than I sometimes think I do. Yes. Yes. In that space, you mm-hmm. can share. Mm-hmm. In that mm-hmm. space, you've got a lot of resources to do things with. Yeah. yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Lovely. Thank you. And um. Can I just? How did you both meet? How did you first come across each other?
2: It was beautiful. It was a school run, um, as many, many, many mums might meet. And so I was uh, walking my four children to school. It was their first day of school in Australia because they were born in Singapore. And so we brought them home, My eldest was 12, and then we had an 11-year-old, a 10-year-old, and an eight-year-old. <laughs> Walking them up to primary school, and um, I saw this this lovely looking other mum who looked, <laughs> to me, looked like a, she was gonna be a lot of fun. Yes. <laughs> um, Catherine is, a, is just adorable. And so we struck up a very short conversation and um, I was nervous walking into that school mm. um, anticipating what the kids might be experiencing mm. and the challenges mm. ahead. Yes. And Kath just left saying, your kids are going to love it here. And I thought that is the most um, gracious thing one mother could say to another mother. Mm. It's full of, I've got enough, come in and share what we have. Mm. It's a great school these things crack open possibility yeah. um, again coming back to resources it's not money or time or networks that we're going to influence uh, you know have a big impact on our experiences is somebody going you're going to love it mm. it's such a um it's so imbued with possibility yeah. and that immediately made me feel welcome yeah. and i truly believe that that sort of mindset is what can go and help solve our refugee issue Mm. in australia Mm. how different would it be if more of us could walk around going you're going to love it here Mm. Um, we've got enough to share how different could the experience of that other human being be if they were coming into a space with with that consciousness you know and you may not see the impact in a year but give somebody two three four five years and welcome them in that mindset of
0: we've got enough we will change these problems yes, that's quite a thought isn't it i'm making people feel actually they've got some value the minute that, the minute they set foot as yes. opposed are coming from somewhere perhaps where they felt yeah that, you know they had to leave because they didn't that's way. right yeah. yeah and it costs mm.
2: nothing mm. to welcome a person no 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 mm-hmm.
0: And I know that Cathy um, agreed very quickly to go to India with Kim. So what was it about Kim that made you say yes?
1: <laughs> well, Kim's actually, she thinks I look like a lot of fun. She's the fun yeah. one. <laughs> actually, that <laughs> is true. <laughs> but we quickly um, had a cup of tea together. Mm. Kim came over mm. and... Um, She loves to tell the story that because she was living in Singapore and there was a lot of help, Mm. um, that a lot of homes that she visited felt not very warm and welcoming. Well, I had all of my washing. It was clean, but strewn across the sofa. (laughs) I had to push it aside for her to sit down. uh And half a Florentine Florentine in the fridge. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> offer.
1: i'm Funny. a good homemaker but
0: <laughs> doesn't that sound like a day uh, and
1: and so it was um a feeling of and i ha- haven't experienced this with anybody else but it was a real feeling of oh we're back together again yeah. so there was a yeah. sort of deep mm. connection mm. from the very beginning yeah. and it all just felt so comfortable mm. so when kim said would you like to come to India mm.
2: that day <laughs> <I bought laughs> it was pretty yeah.
1: it was just a, a given that yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's what we'll do and I guess too Kim has four kids I have four, we have three kids mm. and um they were getting older and mm. and I was at that point of thinking I, I'm sort of ready to ready. do something yeah. else yeah mm. and yeah we were looking for a bit of fun and Mm, yeah um but mostly i guess we're very aligned on wanting to help Mm. help where Mm. we can you know people and planet and that's just evolving and becoming more more clear that the more we can do Mm. you know that we're prepared to yeah Mm
0: there is I mean there's, yes there's a real connection and anybody can see that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you do but you do have such fun you make it yes. so, you make it so yeah, jo- yeah we so do. joyful yeah we uh, do and that's that, that's a huge attraction to people when, yeah when you're talking to them because yeah. they can just see that yes in you and, and it, it's one yeah. of our
1: messages you know life is
0: joyful mm. it yes. is mm. really
1: like hard to understand Mm. (laughs) at times why it has to become so painful yeah Yeah. and why it needs to be simplified because it is such a joyous experience Mm.
2: Mm. if it's simple yes yeah and that's that's what we want to you know part of our work is to get into these spaces and disrupt mindsets Mm. you know peacefully disrupt mindsets and there's often a lot of talk about privilege and white privilege and that can just descend into blaming others for your problems mm. or other people should be doing more. The Kath and I, privilege is being human on this planet. Mm. That is a privilege for every single one of us and um, to demonstrate your privilege is to be of service then yes. to each other. That is privilege. Yeah. Um, it's a privilege for our Indian community to be on earth. It is a privilege for us. It, you know, it's not related to our assets yeah it's quite simple we are here on this planet um let's start living Mm. like it is a joy Mm. you know yeah Um, yeah and that's that's that's, that's it yeah Yeah. Mm. and people Mm. might think oh well it's easy for you to say Mm. you've got this Mm. this and this Mm. but it that comes back to that That mindset strongly conditions scarcity because I used to be in that very heavily. That mindset. Well, it's all right for you because you've got this and this and this, Mm. and that's why Mm. you can do that. Mm. That was my um, ego stopping Mm. me from living probably my joyful life.
0: It's fascinating, isn't it? And then you, you look at the other end where perhaps, I mean, I think around here, you know, we are, we have a lot on, on yes. the North Shore. But yeah. if I talk to my children uh, and their friends, the guilt they were made to feel at yes. school for what they do have. Mm. Uh, yes, and, uh, that's which, it. Is, which is that's some, exactly So it. they come out of school feeling that they've got to save the world, but they don't know where to save They massive pressure and yeah. weight on their shoulders. Mm. Um, yeah, I think so that, that's
1: where gratitude mm. plays a big part. Yeah.
2: Mm. yeah for us gratitude is an expression of enoughness Mm. we do um talks i think you know you you came to one of our first ones which was beautiful but we talk about the power of gratitude and one of the the last things we would ever do is tell our kids you are so lucky you should eat that food because Mm. there's kids starving in india Mm. there's nothing gracious or um grateful in that way of thinking it just we we think that just adds to more guilt mm. about what you have mm. and when you feel guilty um, you don't ha- really have within mm. you the the en- enormous power that you can access to make change yeah. instead you're staying in guilt which yeah. is a very lower energy yes. very lower power mm. um, and so we work with gratitude mm. and this is we love what we have mm. we have beautiful homes cars you know mm. we've all well worked for it mm. um we've work, we've worked intelligently for it yeah um and creatively for it and um when you feel that you love what you have mm. you it really it allows you to share mm. Mm. Yeah, you know, and open it, it's up it's liberating it's liberating
1: yeah. it's free and it liberates your children as well yeah. if you're not yeah. passing on this fear about everything mm. yeah and then your kids are much freer exactly
0: and, th- and therefore in turn able to able to make a difference yes, yes so absolutely. A, yeah absolutely mm. with what they have yes as well yes you know it's very powerful yeah. and i was going to you've obviously you've got your husband is supportive of what you're yes, doing what do, very. They, what do your t- children all think? are they very proud of their mums are they um are they longing to come out and see what you're doing and what what are, what do they what do they feel about it
1: well, I think for my kids, um, I'm mum first. Mm. Mm. You know, f- as long as they, their needs are sort of met yes. by a mum, then yes. they're happy. Yeah, yes. um, but absolutely so so proud mm. uh, of what we do. Mm. And um, and and for us, I guess, that's our first and foremost, um, our, our driver as well, you mm. know, it's to be mm. a role model for your kids. Yeah. Yeah, so... Exactly. I completely honour that our kids have got their own path. Mm. If they want to come to India, um, you know, it's one of those things. that's a bit yes. tricky for both of us because when yeah. we're in India, mm. we
0: are it's we are working exactly. Yes. And yeah. if you have your Imagine, kids yeah. with you, yeah. you're thinking, yeah. oh, yes. Yes. they're going to get yeah. sick yes. <laughs> or <laughs> yeah. donate yeah. that not drink it would that. Yeah, yeah, a very yeah. different trip. Yeah. A very different trip. Yeah. I, be able to really on, I yeah. think, mm.
2: without a doubt this the work that we do has an immensely positive impact on the children but like most things that without this sounding sexist but what a mother or a woman does in the home Mm. it's immeasurable um particularly if it's unpaid Mm. but the impact is long term Mm. and you know as a society we don't think in long term impact (laughs) of what we're doing and how but you know these I have lovely conversations with my teenage children who are in that um, they're starting to get into those years of choosing university options or high school subject mm. options. And they really are in that space of, well, anything is possible. Mm. You know they've mm. seen us um what we've created over the last three years, yeah. And the people, we would see things, like we want to meet Xavier Rudd, Mm. who's one of our favorite musicians. And they're, you know, six months later, we're with Xavier Rudd, photo taken. (laughs) And our children are seeing this through Instagram. Yes. It's wonderful to be connected to your children through social media Mm. if you're living your truth. Mm. That Mm. is wonderful. Um, because that, that is a medium that they use mm. and they're they very they're children they're so highly intelligent and they know when you're being truthful and mm. they know when you're um, living through maybe other people's opinions mm. or what you think mm. Um, mm. should be the right thing to say and mm. do but mm. I think at the end of the day our children know we are living our truth yeah. um, and that well, for me, it really has helped with parenting mm. because um, I'm—I'm—they don't see me as a hypocrite. I'm living the life that I want to live. Yes,
0: yes. And just going—I mean, on the children. Mm. When you were in Singapore, I know yeah. that you went through a fairly mm. dark time for a while. Um, yeah, that, and you talked about it actually having enhanced really. Absolutely. The, the way, how? how how did you come through that and um was it a was it a long period of time that you oh, look after the birth
2: of our first child, um yeah, it was very dark for me, and I was living in Singapore, away from networks, away from mum and dad and lifelong friends, and everyone was having their babies back home and my husband, beautiful husband, was travelling a lot. And I had worked myself up into a, a mindset, an attitude that if only, if only this, this and this, I would be feeling differently. But there was also this knowingness that that wasn't true. Mm. So the, for me, depression became this gap between my mind and my heart space that for me was a depression that i was i had removed myself from my intuition from my common sense and um i then started to just i was doing yoga meditation mm-hmm. and so which is a fantastic the essential practice mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. to heal that gap and i think for many
0: yeah
2: um and so through doing the practice and then trying to mesh you know the the pro, the what was the the darkness with the light mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. um it was a journey. Mm-hmm. And I say to people, "I am so pro the medical route as well. My husband's in pharmaceuticals, so I'm well aware of the power of medicine, and it has an a, a great place. Mm-hmm. But I just deep down knew that there was another way. Mm-hmm. and I wanted to to at least try that other way. Mm-hmm. And um, so it has been a journey, and I still doing what Kath and I do. I have I being a little bit more anxious than Catherine. Put myself into situations which are very unknown, and that tests your mental health at times. And I can go up and down, but I just know the power of staying centered and working from your heart, coming back to love Mm. this is a powerful force Mm. in helping Mm. to transmute um, these feelings of anxiety Mm. at Mm. times and so it's again it's it's not something that we preach or you just want to help make it aware that we have choice yeah that's all yeah same with our clothing Mm. you know there's a lot of issues now where people are waking up to the impact of fast fashion Mm. on the environment Mm. We're not going to tell people what they should and shouldn't wear, but we are in that lovely um, space of saying there's choice. Yeah, yeah. Then for us, as, again, that's freedom. Yeah. That is the essence of freedom. And we've learned this from the people in India. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not what happens to me, I am how I choose to respond. Mm-hmm. it's that word choose. If you really st- start to believe you have a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and know that, and exercise that, you walk into freedom.
0: Yeah, that's lovely. I think it'll be very helpful for people, actually. So, one of the lovely things, one of the many lovely things, is that um, you don't necessarily have plans far ahead. Things just sort of seem to happen. They just sort of manifest, and yes, <laughs> uh, and and everybody want you know wants to get involved in some shape or form, whether it's. Um, whether it's you know interviewing you or whether it's um buying your you know your beads and you're off to america quite soon Mm. and how did that come about
1: oh well yes we're off to la yeah and um that's very exciting we leave on the 13th of july and we're gone for two weeks Mm -hmm. and we met this amazing group of women when we had the privilege of doing an india flint workshop in maui earlier this year and um this beautiful woman ruth she has a business in la and she helps um, bring communities together through this organization she Mm -hmm. has mending as metaphor so she's an artist in that she'll do stitching and dyeing and then she brings groups of women together to mend and heal Mm -hmm. and so we had this privilege of meeting ruth and um She's organised a few engagements for us in LA, including the screening of this fantastic film that we have the rights to, Landfill Harmonic. Yeah. So that that that's part of the trip, mm, and then absolutely. we've also been invited onto the red carpet. <laughs> yeah. Uh uh-huh. <laughs> And that is for <laughs> the sweet. for the um, fashion film festival that's held in La Jolla near San Diego.
2: Yeah. How exciting yeah you? it's so exciting mm. but it's true Kate we don't have a plan no. you know we don't we we people often say um, you know what are your goals and we say we we don't set goals because we, we you'll meet them you'll mm. always meet your goals mm. um, and people go but I set a goal to make so much profit but if you really step back and think was my thought that I was never going to make that profit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that you've achieved your goal Kath and I don't set goals because if we did we would never have been able to experience what we have experienced over the last three years it has been remarkable Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) phenomenal Um, it is way beyond what the mind says is possible Mm. and and that's one of the reasons we don't set goals we have an intention mm. and we believe that intention is it yes. someone asked us the other day do you believe in fate no not necessarily but we do believe in the power of intention of um materializing what is out there mm. Uh, mm. so if anything is to bring love to your intentions yeah and and then and then play Mm. you know Mm. on our website we talk about us being a playground for social justice Mm. so um, that's really important to us rather than setting goals is to play in the space of possibility um, create an intention but then step back get out of the way Mm. have faith get out of the way Mm. because there you know, um, having getting out of the way is an expression of humility. There's something way mm. bigger than yourself mm. that is humility, and um, you know we're not religious or anything like that, but we have a deep faith that this there's something much greater than us yeah. um, that is here, that is helping us all, mm. um, when, especially when we're aligned to to doing good.
0: Mm. And that's a message that could be passed on to children. I mean, it would, it would take some of the pressure and the angst off, yes. I think, as well, because uh, you're just going back to mental, yes. um, you know, dis-ease yeah, here. Yeah. There seems to be so, so much of it, and I mentioned it in a previous podcast. It is, you know, it's a, it is it is an epidemic. It is, um, and, it is. Um, and, you know, and you're, you're stepping into that as well. Yes. I, I, what else could we be doing for our children
2: listening to them mm. listening and that's not um that means just listening it's, it's not always answering mm. definitely not judging mm. <laughs> um but listening yeah, it's and be observing. so unconditional mm. yeah and it's there's
1: such simple messages that our kids don't get and you yeah. know that's another thing that we notice in india and it's why the the communities are so joyous mm. because of the namaste mm. now mm. our kids are never exposed to the fact that you're just a divine being no. No. you know that is mm. completely foreign mm. yes. it's yes. what are you going to do what are you going to yes. achieve yes. what are your yes. results yeah. Yeah. it is such a big part of their existence being compared Mm -hmm.
2: yes yeah
1: yeah yeah. the message is just so simple for these kids you know you're you are love you Mm. are compassion yes just remember that principle in india yeah yes well he he said um you know they this beautiful school in the desert in india they the communities they're, they're they're fractious they don't get along there's a system mm. caste system and anyway the beautiful principle there when when we asked him one yeah. day what it was mm. that's what he he was just saying well we start the day every day it's that simple you know namaste the divine in me
2: recognizes the divine in you yeah because in this playground I, it was so harmonious Right. You know, and yet we know it's in a very, very poor area. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really are fighting for survival out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, myself, as a school teacher, was really interested because there's so much talk here about schoolyard bullying mm-hmm. and yes. um, <laughs> those issues of people not getting along and and he it was such a simple profoundly simple response Mm. that's how we start our day Mm. divine and then we go around solving our problems you know it's not all Pollyanna but we don't start at all Mm. with our approaches to problem solving Mm. that you're creative I'm creative what can we do Mm. you know we we've got it completely wrong on Mm. so many levels of i've got this qualification and you've got the money and you've got the networks now what can we do it it completely wipes out the um, greatest possibility Mm. for problem solving the creative spirit spirit, the the divine Mm. within each of us Mm. Mm. um so another beautiful lesson you know, we have so many gorgeous experiences like that in India mm. that stop us. And I guess that's what we're saying when, in terms of listening to your kids. Um, give, a, give yourself a break. Give them a break. Stop. Pause. Put your ego aside. Yeah. yeah. Put your fear aside. Yeah, put your own pain aside mm. Mm. as well. Um, mm. You're being taught something. <laughs>
0: yes. There they are. Yeah. Great teachers. Beautiful yeah. teachers. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Wonderful. So in wrapping up, really, if people want to, mm. you know, help, support, what, what, what's yeah. the best way for them to do that?
2: Oh, have a look at our website mm. to begin with. Because this is social justice, we've spent a lot of um, wonderful time um, creating, demonstrating the stories, telling the stories, what we do. Um, there's a number of angles there. We have a shop, um, and our website is on www w dot (laughs) the possibility project.com.au um on instagram we're slumwear 108 Mm -hmm. um but purchasing the products definitely helps Mm. um we do corporate um speaking engagements we love to be invited in to speak and have pop-up shops Mm -hmm. um we are always happy to share our messages there's lots of different things um it's a matter of we always talk, about if if something opens your heart, mm. um, go in there, go into that yeah. space. Yeah. You know, this this started when I heard a woman speak about street kids in India. It just boom, my heart was opened, mm. and I decided to look that up. Yeah. So, and that goes for anything. You know, it's not just the possibility project. Mm. You, you again, this is the power of listening, mm. um, listening with your heart. Yeah, if, listening to yourself. It, yeah. Yeah. you feel this openness just it's already there if you want to help if you make that mm. um, you, you know create that intention it will open up and ways will open up where you can help everybody mm.
0: Fantastic. and people can obviously contact you through
2: the through of the course of course Kate yeah so just um, we're a you know we're at Warunga, mm. and a lot of people um, have helped us through this community alone mm. like yourself mm. You know, you've been yes. a tremendous supporter of our work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Thank,
0: thank, you, thank you both so much. To pleasure. To really beautiful souls. And I'm so grateful to you for spending the time. And, oh, um, it's a, a pleasure. Wishes with everything that you're doing. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, very you much Kate. Indeed. Thank you for joining me on The Remarkableness Podcast today. If you'd like to find out more about Kim and Kath and the Possibility Project, please head over to our website, um, www.theremarkablenesspodcast.com. And of course, if you enjoyed today's discussion, uh, please share it with others. And uh, to stay up to date uh, with podcasts to come, you can follow me on our Facebook page, which is Kate Gingell, The Remarkableness of Us. Look forward to seeing you next week.